Welcome to the GNM Baseball Show, where we tell you what you want to know. Ooh, yeah! Hey, we're back. I'm G. And I'm M. And we're the Baseball Brothers. Yes. So, the awards have been, the major, four major awards have been announced over the past four days, including the MVP just a couple hours ago. So we're going to go over our predictions from last week and see how close we were. So let's start with the Rookie of the Year, M. And what were your predictions? Oh, um, Alonzo and Alvarez. Who was the National League and who was the American League? Pete Alonzo was the NL, and Jordan Alvarez was the AL. Okay, those were also my predictions, Pete Alonzo in the National League and Jordan Alvarez in the American League. They were good. Yep. Pete, in the American in the National League, Pete Alonso finished first with 29 out of 30 first place votes. Mike Soroka finished second. He had a 268 ERA, lowest rookie ERA in the major league. And Fernando Tatis, who played just 84 games this year and was sensational. And then M, top three in the American League. Oh, uh, Jordan Alvarez, Brandon Lowe, John Means? No, actually, it was Alvarez Means and then Lyle, right? Okay, it shouldn't have been. I, I agree with you, it shouldn't have been, but that's the way it turned out. So, Jordan Alvarez, 30 out of 30 first place votes, unanimous rookie of the year. John Means, 360 ERA, he finished second, and then Brandon Lyle playing just, just 82 games because of injury, and he finishes third. So, M, what were your predictions for the manager of the year? Rocco Baldelli. In the AL and Mike Schilt in the NL. Baldelli in the AL, Mike Schilt in the NL. Rocco Baldelli, the manager of the Twins. And Mike Schilt, the manager of the Cardinals. And obviously, I was correct. I was correct too. We, we were, were both, both correct. correct. Yeah. So, in the um, National League, Mike Schilt won it despite having less first place votes than Craig Council, Whoa. who finished second. And then Brian Snitker of the Braves finished third. And M in the AL were the rankings. Oh, um, Baldelli, Boone, and Cash. It should not have been that way. It should be Baldelli, Cash, and Boone. Cash okay. a close second. Rocco Baldelli, Aaron Boone, and Kevin Cash of the Rays. And that's the second year he's finished third in Manager of the Year. Um, and... He's upgraded from 80 to 90 to 96 wins the past three years. Nice. So we go on to the Cy Youngs, which were announced yesterday. So I predicted for the Cy Youngs, Garrett Cole and Jacob DeGrom. And M, you predicted? Max Scherzer and Garrett Cole. Yep. So we were both wrong in the American League. Justin Verlander won that one. With Garrett Cole finishing second, Cole Charlie, Mor won it. Charlie Morton finishing third. I, I do mean, agree with you that Garrett Cole should have won it. One less win, less innings, way more strikeouts. Yes. Mm. Well, actually, not way more strikeouts, only, tw only 26 more. That's a lot more. But I do agree with you that Cole should have won. Verlander got 17 out of 30 first place votes, and then Cole got the other 13 first place votes. And then third place was Charlie Morton of the Rays. 
the Rays were one of, I believe, just two teams to have three finalists in the four major awards. Who was the second team? Um, the Astros actually had four. Well, true. With Jordan Alvarez, Cole Verlander, and Alex Bregman, who we'll get to in a second. Um, Hinch what, had a few votes for Manager of the Year, which he should have won. Yes, I don't think he should have won. I don't think Hinch should have won the Manager of the Year. But he wasn't in the finalists, so. He got a few votes, though. Yeah. And then in the National League, it was DeGrom. Then Hunian Ryu and then Max Scherzer finished third. Scherzer was actually nearly not in the finalists. He finished just, I it was either four or six points ahead of Jack Flaherty. I think he probably should have finished ahead of Flaherty, but it just goes to say Leave that... It to you. just goes to say that he, he nearly was not in the finalists at all. So DeGrom won and then Hunian Ryu, who is a free agent, and Max Scherzer. So M, and last we've got the MVPs, and I said in the American League, Alex Bregman, and in the National League, Christian Yelich, and who did you predict? I predicted um, Yelich and Trout. Okay, and who were the top three in the American League finalists for MVP? Uh, um, Trout, Bregman, and Marcus Simeon. Yep, those are the one, two, three. And Mike Trout won his third MVP, just the 11th player to do so. Joining his teammate, Albert Gouls. Really? I did not know that. And so Bregman finished second, and then Marcus Simeon finished third. I got that one wrong. And then in the National League, we both got that wrong. We both said it should have been Christian Yelich. I still believe that it should have been Christian Yelich. Obviously. But Cody Bellinger won the National League MVP with his, I believe, 47 home runs? 46? 47. And he also won the Gold Glove in right field and hit 305. So, that's it for the awards. So, M. Also, to kill two birds with one stone, let's also go over the qualifying offers. When we come back. When we come back. I bet you can't guess. We're back! To talk about Will Smith's sign-in, um, qualifying offers, and... I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, M, what do you want to talk about first? Oh, let's go with qualifying offers because Will Smith denied a qualifying offer, so we will talk to that about that in his okay. trade. So, first, right. we can do the qualifying offers. So, um, ten players were offered qualifying offers. Let's see if I can remember all. Um, Garrett Cole. Mm. Um. Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. Will Smith. Jake Odorizzi. Will Smith. Madison Bumgarner, Josh Donaldson, um, I think Zach Wheeler. No, maybe he wasn't. I I, I don't know. Th those are those are some of them. But so anyway, Jacob Rizzi and who was the other one? Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. You're We're the only two to brother. accept 
the qualifying offers, which is $17.8 million over one year, and then they will be ineligible to receive another qualifying offer. So, and here's a quiz for you. How many RBIs did Jose Abreu have this year? Oh, uh, 178? No. He led the league with... Oh! Mm. 100? And? 21. Close. 20? 20! 3! Oh. 123 RBIs for Jose Abreu led the league. And then Jake Odorizzi won 15 games with a 351 okay. ERA, I, I believe. I just don't like talking about Jose Abreu for some reason. But <laughs> he also hit 33 homers and had a 284 batting average. Why wasn't he the MVP then? Um, well, he kind of struggled on breaking balls. <laughs> <laughs> See, he punished the fastball, but he didn't hit breaking balls very well. So if he hit breaking balls, he would have gone like 5190. Yeah. Maybe something close to that. <laughs> But anyway, so, M, do you think Jose Abreu, the 33-year-old, should have accepted the qualifying offer or not? Oh, um, he did, so I guess we'll find out. Um, but do you think when... it was a good decision by him to accept the qualifying oh, offer? Oh, um, well, he would have been a free agent after that. 33-year-old free agent with 33 homers and 123 RBIs. Slow for the first yeah, baseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a good idea for him because the White Sox are going to be a... They could be a good team next year if they make a few moves. They have Lucas Cialito, they kept Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, Yon Mancata. They've got some good players, so he stayed with them and... And he could have a chance to make the postseason. Okay. Well, I don't think it was a great idea for Abreu to accept the qualifying offer. It was pretty much a foregone conclusion that he was going to be with the White Sox when the offseason was over. Because he has said he had said many times that he would like to stay with Chicago. And Chicago also set, repeatedly said that they would love to have him back. So... Well, it was a good idea if they both like him there. And yeah, but I, I think he could have used that fact to gain a three or four year deal with the White Sox with more annually than um, $17.8 million a year. True. Just my opinion. It's only for one year though. Yeah. And then, and then Jake Odorizzi, he accepted the offer. Do you think that was a good idea for him? I don't follow him much. Um... He might have been able to get a. I think he's in his early thirties. Price as a free agent. Okay, he might not have. He's not. A yeah. Well, it seems to me that. Um, he kind of betted on himself. He's kind of betting on himself with that. He's young enough to do that, mm -hmm. and if he has a great, another strong year this year, then he goes on the open market next year, ineligible for a qualifying offer, which means a team that signs him doesn't forfeit a draft pick. Yeah. And that'll make him more attractive to teams. Plus, um, oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Plus, he might have, if he has another strong year next year, his chances of a multi-year contract will increase greatly. Yeah. So uh, I think we both think that Odorizzi made a good choice accepting his qualifying offer. I, he, he probably could have gotten a longer deal on the open market this winter, 
but I don't know if he would have gotten more average annual value than 17.8. So it's kind of what, whether he would rather have length or dollars. Yeah. But, and so, let's go into the Will Smith. Deal! Back to you, G. <laughs> so, Will Smith ha received a qualifying offer for $17.8 which is a lot to give a reliever, but he was very good this year. And he was in the finalists for Trevor Hoffman Award, which is the annual award given to the most outstanding reliever in the league. And so his agent actually used that qualifying offer as leverage, saying that Smith would accept it, accept the qualifying offer if he was not signed before Thursday, which was the qualifying offer deadline. So that was kind of smart of his agent, especially for using something for leverage so that Smith gets a large con large contract except but not having to wait a long time to sign. So that was pretty smart by his agent. So, and what were the terms of his contract? His agent? Yeah, good guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I went out um, to dinner with him. Boy, and you <laughs> get around. <laughs> yeah, I do while you're sitting here. What? While you're sitting back at home watching TV. Oh, mm -hmm. On the couch, poor guy. Yeah, okay, just kidding. Um, what did you ask me? So, what are the terms of Smith's deal? Oh, three years, 39 million. And just to prove how great I am at math, that's 14 million bucks a year. Whoa. Uh, no. That's less than... That's 13 million bucks a year. <laughs> Mr. Good at Mr. I'm so good at math. <laughs> so, and then he also has... The club also have an option for a fourth year, um, and that's for $13 million with a $1 million buyout, which means that they can pay a million dollars to have them hit free agency. Ooh, million. Before. A million dollars somehow sounds more like more than $13 million. <laughs> Well, Then they'll give them a million dollars. Rest <laughs> assured, it's not. So... Yeah, that's Smith's deal. That's really the only large signing. I think that's the only signing. And that pretty much about sums this up. So, we will see you next time on the GM Baseball Show. Get out the way, hold Dan Tucker. You're too late. Stay for supper. Supper's over. Breakfast cooking. Old Dan Tucker's standing there looking. Get out of the way, hold Dan Tucker. He's too late. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, music, yeah, okay, yeah, right, I'm on it, bye. By the way, the song before that was Old Dan Taco, just the best song in the world, yeah, 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 I love that song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.